What up, what up? This is Mids Only, episode 15, with my boy Mike, a.k.a. Rusty. Indeed. This has got to be one of the most impulsive podcasts I've ever done. Probably. Literally, <laughs> you posted something on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I commented on it. You said something about the podcast. I'm like, yo, let's set it up. We get in the DMs, and then we just go. And yeah. now you're here. Like, that's what, like a, like a three-day turnaround on that? I think it's, got, it's like three, four days. Yeah, bro. This is good, though. I, I mean, mean, I've been... I've been since you started doing this, and I started seeing like some of my friends when I saw Jake, when I saw Chuck on here. Mm-hmm. I was telling Kyle, "Get me on this, get me on this." Get me on this. <laughs> I never did anything. See, dude, I just had to reach out, and make it happen. <laughs> but I mean, dude, I think I think there's something to be said about doing things impulsively, mm-hmm. like whether it's setting up a podcast, whether it's fucking quitting your job, whether it's dropping out of school, like whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you have an idea. You just run with it. You execute with speed. Shit happens. You know what I mean? Like, that's why we're here talking right now. Mm -hmm. And, like, this has got to be, like... No, this is the first conversation I've ever had with you in my life. Like, we've played football against each other before, but, like, that's nothing. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's kind of just how I am, though. Like, I'll... If I know of somebody, like, don't really know them so well. Like, Mm -hmm. if I just, like, know who you are, I'll kind of just, like... You know, I'm a very super extroverted, super outgoing person, so I'll just, like kind of just like get right to it with dude somebody, that's how you know? it goes like i feel like i've known you my whole life <laughs> but um that that's kind of how i operate nowadays too is i'm like a lot more extroverted like when i was younger like probably like 16 whatever like i'm super introverted closed off closed book and i think i think the person who kind of cracked my shell a little bit was this girl lex so shout out to lex I met her in like sixth grade or something because she moved to Merrimack mm-hmm. and like we were on the same bus together. She moved into my neighborhood and like we just started talking all the time and like she cracked the shell, bro. She mm-hmm. she kind of contributed to me being more extroverted and open and like posting stuff online like this is not easy. No. Like no. I hate posting on social media a lot of the time, bro, but you just have to do it. Cause, like, now, for me, I was like, I kind of, I like, I didn't like post a lot in like high school at all and then I kind of just like, I kind of just want people to, like, know, like, who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, what I stand for and just get myself out there more. I just want, in reality, I kind of just, like, want, like, more connections. I want more people. 100%, relationships bro. With, you know what I mean? You ever heard that quote? It's, like, your network is your net worth. Mm-hmm. I think that's valid. For sure. I honestly think well, that's no, it's valid. Like, something I actually want to talk about was, like, I forget what it was exactly that someone said I heard one time. But, like, you basically are, like, the equivalent of the average of the five people you Yeah, 100%, time. Like, bro. You know? Like, if you're hanging out with losers... You're going to be the next loser. Mm-hmm. And I've always believed, like, you're just a product of your environment. You know? Totally. Totally, so. bro. Like, if you're if you're staying in your parents' house, you're, like, 25 years old, like, you're sleeping in, under mommy, mommy and daddy's roof, bro. Like, you can't grow in that environment. No, no. Like, you move out. You go get your own place. Like, you blossom into that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. Because, like, kinda... staying under your parents' roof, you have a ceiling over you. You mm-hmm. can only do so much in yeah. that environment. Like... You can't take as many risks, but the second you change your environment, you change your circumstances, you can start to do things differently. Mm-hmm. Now, once you really like make yourself, when you put yourself in positions that make you uncomfortable and then you get comfortable doing stuff you used to not be comfortable with, 100%, you start bro. to branch out and then it's just like more, more, more tools, you know, just like more stuff that you have, like that you're able to do. Yeah. Like hopping on a podcast, bro. Like this isn't comfortable. Dude, like being in front of the camera like have I you ever have, done anything like this before never but i've always wanted to <laughs> see there you go bro like, well, if I could, stepping out of your comfort if I could zone be in, like joe rogan shoes i would <laughs> sometimes dude i'm trying to be joe rogan <laughs> straight up that man's on like 
1,800 episodes, like, that's crazy. Like, he's been doing it for years and years and years. I started this back in, like, June, so we're probably, like, six months in. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've taken breaks with it. Like, I've gone, like, a month and a half without doing an episode. But I did one last week, Mm -hmm. doing one today here. And, like, I set a goal for myself for the New Year's. I want to record episode 40 of Mids Only this year. And I think that's totally achievable. Yeah, I mean, we got, what, like, 52 weeks? Yeah, bro, if I do, like... One a week, one every other week. Like I'll, yeah, I'll hit that right. mark, and like, the more I do it, the more exposure it's gonna get, and yeah. the more people are gonna see it. More people are gonna hit me up to be on it, and I'm gonna like, I'm gonna meet new people. No, that's too. good. For like you. this right here, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's just like you'll get, you'll just get like more and more people. You'll have more interesting conversations. Mm-hmm. You'll make more connections, and on top of that, you're gonna have the the people that are also just seeing it, not even the people that are on it, the people that are seeing it that are gonna you know be interested, see mm-hmm. you, know you. Stuff like that. Yeah, because, like, especially with what I'm trying to do now with real estate. Like, you know I got my real estate yeah, license, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, with that, I need... Because, basically, I'm running my own business under a brokerage. Like, yeah. I, I don't show up 9 to 5 and work whatever. Like, it's kind of like I'm I'm an independent contractor, always on call. Like, I it, if, if I don't produce, I don't get paid. Yeah. Like, if I don't close deals, I don't have money coming in. So, I kind of always have to be doing stuff. And a big part of running your own business like that is having a personal brand so so like this podcast personal brand instagram facebook youtube tiktok whatever it is twitter i love twitter bro are you on twitter twitter oh my god my favorite social media you're on money twitter (laughs) dude i got um, that and i got my burner too so i got my (laughs) twitter but like what are you putting out on the burner i don't put anything out i just like stuff i like stuff that i don't want to be put because it was like that was my recruiting profile too for football okay so i I can't i can't like stuff that i would you know, because then it shows up. Michael Redstein liked. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I so, get what you mean. Like, you, know. you don't want you don't want some football coach seeing yeah. you like, like in like midget porn or something, bro. Wouldn't not not know. that you would be into that. <laughs> I'm not saying you are, but. Nah, yeah. So nah, I just still use it. I just keep I keep my I keep my two separate now. So mm-hmm. just because I got like you know football stuff like, real like life self improvement stuff on my yeah. Mind. Michael Rudstein, you mm-hmm. know, but then my, my burner's just straight memes. <laughs> it, um, Twitter, Twitter's for the mind, though. It is. Like, it is. Like, when you get on it, you're reading stuff. Like, TikTok, I feel it's just like a hamster wheel for your brain, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, like, you watch a video, you aren't to the next one, you already forgot what happened. Yeah, but, like, no, Twitter, I, you're reading stuff, you're learning. It's almost like you're reading the newspaper, really. No, That's kind of how I it see is. it. No, I deleted TikTok, like, a year ago. Good for you, bro. It's just... The screen time, mm-hmm. everything. It's just like, it's like the stuff that I'm seeing, like, none of it was. It's not even like the stuff is funny half yeah. the time. Like, it's just like easy to watch the next thing. Uh-huh. Keep watching the next thing. So like, just, dude, I, I rarely watch TikTok now, but last night I actually opened it up, and there's just some like dumbass video of like this pizza swirling around in a kitchen sink and i'm like how is this adding any value to my life bro like saying, it's bro. literally just a distraction bro like time is money you know 100 spend our time doing stuff like that and mind you i'm not i'm not constantly trying to i am like definitely now since i came home from school i've been trying to spend a lot more time contributing to stuff that's going to help me uh-huh. but like i'm not spending you know every second i'm awake trying to you know, either make money or get myself better one way or another. But like at the same time, I'm also not spending it just absolutely useless. Yeah. hundred percent, bro. Trying like, to do something that's going to either like add like some type of like happiness to me or add some type of growth, you know, like there has to be balance to it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay to sit down on the couch and watch an episode of Netflix here mm-hmm. and there. But like, it's when you're doing it all day, mm-hmm. that's when it's a problem. Yeah. And what I'm saying is like, 
watching that episode on Netflix, it's going to give you something, you know, but just like scrolling uselessly on your phone, that doesn't even give you anything, you know, because that, that episode on Netflix is going to be enjoyable to you. Mm. Half the time when we're on our phone, it's not even enjoyable. We just have nothing else to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know? For I real. It's that. like a distraction. I noticed that. And a lot of people will use that as like a coping mechanism. You know what I mean? Like if they're, if they're out in the, like a social scenario, like they're at the bar or whatever, and like they're uncomfortable, they don't want to. They like they don't know how to talk to other people. It's so easy to just pull out your phone and use that as uh-huh. uh, to cope. Mm-hmm. Be like, okay, I can just pretend I'm like texting someone right yeah, here because I'm too afraid to talk to everyone around me. Yeah. Now, nah, like for me, like I never, I like never like partied in high school. Mm-hmm. And, like I, when I went to school, I didn't, I didn't think I was gonna party much in school. And then like I went to school and I just realized like my personality and who I am just fits in so well with what I'm trying to do when I'm out. So it's like. It, it, it's weird because I like discovered that about myself because I didn't really know I thought I'd be put type person back against the wall on my phone but mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just not That's, I see with some people my age like they're just like uncomfortable in situations like that they only cling to the people that they know yeah when they're out but like I don't know with me I think I'm super blessed that I'm you know that's something that I just naturally do like, like being extroverted yeah, and... but I feel like it's like the connections that you can make and stuff and just like knowing people people knowing you is just like puts you at such an advantage over 100 percent, bro and not everyone has it either like some people don't know how to talk to other people yeah and it's not an easy thing it's like a skill that you get to work on every single day yeah like when you go out you go to the grocery store like hey maybe stop and talk to this person right here that you don't know like you might get something out of it or like same thing at the gym like talk to people at the gym you don't have to just sit there with your headphones in like zoned in on your own thing and yeah granted you could do that but you might get something out of talking to other yeah. people. It's like when I was younger and, I, and people would like say something to me at the gym, I would just try to get away from it as soon as mm-hmm. possible. But then like I learned like I was I was at Best Fitness like two weeks ago in Nashville and like I was cleaning and I just like failed like a heavy rep. It was like 245, whatever. And like the guy just comes up to me like telling me like, I thought you had it. You definitely got it. Go for it again. You know, me like three years ago, mm-hmm. I would have been just like, yeah, thank you. But then I just like, you know, talk to him. More than that, like while I was resting in between that set, you know, instead of just sitting there doing nothing, I was just talking to this guy across from me squatting. Mm-hmm. You know. Did you go so, back for the? For yeah, the I got it. You did. You I got did. it. That's <laughs> what's up, bro. See what I'm. That's exactly the point I was trying to make. You talk to these people, maybe they give you that little confidence mm-hmm. boost, and now you can go lift that heavy weight. Mm-hmm. You ever seen um? Ah, oh, dude, I forget his name, but he's like this big jacked bodybuilder. He's like lightweight or like uh, some shit like that. Oh, I don't know. It's so funny. I don't think there's so. like there's this dumbass video of him and he's like like he's on Joe Rogan Joe asked him what he what he takes for supplements and he's like oh you know just the basics test D-box <laughs> just, just the basics really yeah. I don't know it's just so funny I just thought of that like you, you might see a lot of clips of him on TikTok and stuff yeah. but um, back to kind of like the networking thing though like last night I went into the office because my managing broker Pete was like teaching this little course that he bought and it's about personal branding. And like, I'm sitting there at the table, we're going through it all, and I'm like, I'm looking around the room, I'm like, everyone in here is like at least 25 years old and has like an established career in the real estate industry. And I'm like, am I the elephant in the room right now? (laughs) But like, at the same time, back to kind of what we said is like, if you surround yourself with people that are better than you, you're gonna rise to that level. And I already think I have a little bit, like just exposing myself to those people makes me better in business because once you get comfortable around those people then you start to feel like you're above the people that are 
not doing what you're doing. Mm. And although you're like comfortable with both groups, it's almost just like you just feel like you're way more like you're way not way more knowledgeable, way more skillful, you know, stuff like that. That's something I want to do that I want to get into because I'm just I just finished my first semester of college, mm-hmm. so it's like I didn't I haven't had like the opportunity to do too much of that, but that's definitely something I want to get into, like starting like this summer almost like like I'm in finance, I'm majoring in finance. Mm-hmm. One of my friend's dads, um, he's like a treasurer at one of the Fidelities in Nashua. And like that's something where like I'm trying to reach out to him, you know, get me in a position where I'm going to be working for not stuff like I'm not going to be working retail. I'm not going to be, you know, doing like some type of laborist mm-hmm. job. I want to be in a position. Like in the field be, that you actually I want might to be learning stuff. Yeah. I want to be getting above the other 18, 19 year olds, mm-hmm. same age as me with as much credits as me. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Like, you get a little on-hand experience. I think that's way more valuable than a yeah, degree sure. should ever be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, um, just getting in there, seeing how they actually operate as yeah. a business. Like, it's huge. Yeah. You can't get that from a classroom. Like, there's some things you might get from the classroom that you can't get an on-hand experience. But actually doing that job puts you ahead of the game. Yeah. And plus, when you're there, you're probably going to be surrounded by people that are ahead of you. So you rise to that level. For sure. Like, I, I honestly would rather be a little fish in a big pond than a big fish in a little pond. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, for sure. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, you just feel like you're just, like, you just don't belong. And it's, like, you can't you can't even enjoy it when, like, you feel like you're surrounded by people you shouldn't be surrounded by. It's so hard to, like, be where your feet are and just enjoy mm-hmm. where you are in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, kind of eats away at you. And, like, yeah. maybe... You might experience that at college a little bit, where like, I don't know, let's say you're at a function, everybody's drinking, you're like, fuck, what am I doing here? I don't want to be doing this. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's okay to party now and then. No, it was like my first, my first like experience with that in college was like, cause so I was at school for like three weeks prior to yeah. everyone else cause of football. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, no. Get a little cool. jump on it. Yeah. But so like, when like, all the freshmen moved in, like, everyone's like, oh, this, this dorm, this room, a lot of, everyone's there. And I'm just like there, and I'm just kind of just like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. And then on top of that, we end up security ends up coming, and we all get written up. Oh, there you go. Like, Bro, like that was just like, not, come on, that was a waste of time. It's no. just so stupid that mm. like that's like, and I've never, I'm, I'm not, I'm not drinking in anyone's dorm ever again because mm-hmm. it's like, it's stupid. First of all, like I just feel like I'm just like wasting my time, and it's like, it's just like not even, it's not worth it at all. Like, why are you risking like, getting caught up for like to be in a like twenty by twenty room with. 20 other people sausage fest <laughs> come on where are the girls at <laughs> um but uh what was I gonna say continue um yeah I mean so it was like that you know and it was it was funny too cause like you got like you know your coach finds out and stuff like, oh that's know. the worst bro so I was like then you gotta have that conversation with him it was so funny that it was me Kyle and then like our other roommate and then two other guys that lived with us or lived near us and then so like we just like all like had to text our coach he's asking us all these questions where like I don't even know like and and he's just like you better off you're better off telling me now than when I find out in the report (laughs) and I'm just like coach I really could not tell you how much alcohol was in the room like I was kind of just like there. You just happened to be there. I was just trying to I was just trying to build connect. I was just trying to meet new people. You know? <laughs> oh dude, I know what I was gonna say. Um I say this all the time, but like a lot of kids, like when they're in high school, like they might be like this goody two shoes, they got strict parents, whatever it is. 
Like, they might just not be a part of that party life. But, like, what I've seen is a lot of kids, when they go to school, and, like, they just get that little taste of freedom, they just completely go off the deep end. Oh, for sure. Because no one's there to check in on them, make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They, like, get this little sweet taste, and they're like, oh, my God, I've been missing out on this these past four years. Mm. And, like, they just don't know how to control themselves. One thing about me was my parents have trusted me like a lot like since that's I've, huge since i've like huge since like i got into high school trusted me like a lot like pretty much let me do whatever and i didn't i was barely doing anything that mm-hmm. i shouldn't obviously i mean a little bit like I'm like, yeah but i mean as as you should bro like, you I have was, to experiment you have to yeah, try new but things like when i tell you like compared to every damn near everyone else just me and my best friend josh like him and i like we we just like stuck to ourselves obviously like people knew us we knew people but like we were never like going out and like hanging out in like big groups of people like we've always just kept to ourselves when i got to school i noticed that like i control that so much better than mm-hmm. the people who were like super strict super like toned down but like by their parents 100 percent at high school and like that's just always how i've been like i've had the opportunities to go do stuff and i just never never wanted to never seeked out for it smart and then like there's people who are freshmen in college who are drinking three nights a week four nights a week like, it's crazy. Like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, I know. Like, it's like, that, like, I think that kind of speaks to, like, the parenting aspect of mm-hmm. it. Like, as a parent, if you raise your kids super strict, you're, you're on their ass all the time, as soon as they get away from you, they're going to, like, completely disown well, you and everything just, you taught it them. It just makes for sneaky kids. Yeah, like, Kids 100%. are going to be kids at the end of the day. Yep, you're absolutely right. And if you right. aren't going to trust them, they're going to find a way to do what they're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know? But however, if you just give them a little bit of freedom, let them experiment on their own, let them find their own way in the world, they know how to control it. Like your case, for example, because your just, parents gave you that freedom. You just got to raise them right, too. Just teach them right from wrong. They're yeah. still going to do wrong. You know, it's good. It's bound yeah. to happen because that's what everyone else is they doing. They were human. That's how like, it goes. They're going to learn. You know, they're going to learn that way. And it's like, even if, like, there's people that, like, are, like, you know, maybe they're out often. Maybe they don't sleep much. Maybe they're drinking a lot. But, like, they're still getting good grades. You've got to look at your mental health on top of that. Like, maybe your GPA is good. Mm-hmm. Like, how happy are you? Yeah, for you know real. Saying? Like, how's, like, your hygiene? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what stuff that's really going to, like... What's slipping through the cracks? Because mm-hmm. there's no way. There's... You, you can't do it It's impossible to do everything mm-hmm. and still be happy and healthy, you know? Yeah, totally, bro. I completely understand that. Like, bro, for me, like, I went... Obviously, like, being in school, being a college athlete, like, in season, like, it sucks. Like, you have no time. Yeah, you know? like, you have football in school. Like, that's probably, like, like 80% of your time right yeah, there. Yeah, so, like, we practiced at 7 in the morning. So, like, I would wake up at, like, 6.15. Yeah, like, you can't be drinking the night before, no. bro. You're going to feel like dog water. I'm sure there was people. Like, yeah. But, like, like, waking up at 6.15, I got practice until 9, 9.15. Classes started at 11, and then I got classes until either, like, 2.30 or 4. And then I got meetings after classes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm back in my room. It's, like say five six and like i want to go to sleep i don't want to and i have to do homework on top of that like i don't really have time to be social and then i got to get enough sleep to where i practice the next day mm, you got to run it back you tomorrow. know what i mean like it's like and so like when i'm when i'm like eating in the dining hall like i'm eating terrible terrible because it's just like it's so, so see, maybe that's something that's slipping through the cracks for yeah. you no for sure because your, your diet well that's one thing when i notice when like in high school like in season, always in football season, I ate terrible. Yeah. Out of season, I ate great. Huh. I got home and it's like dining hall food. Like you can only do so much. But yeah. Like after the season was over, like I definitely started eating better. And then I got home and I've been eating 
probably the healthiest I've ate in my life, and I feel better. That's good, bro. I've gotten like like strength wise, like I put twenty pounds on my squat and bench since I got home three weeks ago. Really? Yeah, that's and fire. Because like, I'm you probably don't lift as much during the season, I would think, not right? At all. No, but like still, these are like these are breaking my PRs preseason too, and I've only been Damn. training for a month. Good for you, bro. Yeah, appreciate it. And like on top of that, like mentally, I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. I was junior, senior year of high school. I did so much thinking about stuff I never needed to think about. Now I'm just like I'm so like where my feet are, like I'm just like not thinking about anything besides like what I'm doing, which is obviously you know sometimes I'll when I have something to think about that I need to I'll think about it, but it's like there's that there's like like hygiene wise like my my skin is like the clearest it's been like I I lost weight and I'm getting stronger like I feel huh. like the best that I have and it's just like that stuff right there like regardless of like where you are status wise like. That is happiness. Mm. When you're doing it for yourself and, like, you see improvement with yourself, that's happiness. I love that, And bro. I've noticed that, like, and I'm, like, I'm so happy that I've taken the, like, effort to, like, do that for myself because it's, like, I really, like, don't care about the other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a really good way of putting it, though. Mm. Be where your feet are. Like, yeah, that's something I struggle with. If you're in the weight room, be in the weight room. Mm-hmm. If you're on the practice field, be on the practice field. If you're in the classroom, be in the classroom. Mm. Like, back when I, before I dropped out of school, I, whenever I was in class, I was always there, focused, like, taking in what I could. Because I love the classroom, bro. I really do. Like, I think it's such an amazing place that you can learn so much. Because you're just in there, packed in a room. People you might not really know that well. Like, you got to talk to them. You got to learn from them. Yeah. And something that bugs me is, like, when these kids... Like, they're just afraid to raise their hand. Like, come on, just yeah. say what you got to say. Never, Maybe you have a good thought. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's never. Well, it honestly, like, depends on, like, the professor, too. Like, intimidating, like, professors where it's, like, you feel. There's, like, certain people. I had a professor that was, like, a. So I went on, I went in undecided. So I was uh-huh. taking classes from, like, a couple different fields. So I had, my, like, my introductory criminal justice class. This professor is, like, a retired cop of, like, 30 years. The That's most, probably a little the most intimidating, intimidating person yeah. I've ever met. Is he like so, this big dude? Yeah, such yep, a good, yep. Checks su- out. super solid dude. Mm. Like, great professor, great person. But like, still, I'm like, if I wasn't so sure about something, like, I don't know if I. <laughs> and it's like I got a, I got another class where it's like professors like super like always like making jokes subliminally like making fun of people. Mm-hmm. I had a presentation in that class, and like pre- presenting is like something that, which I kind of I think it fits in like the extroverted outgoing part. It's like a lot of people are scared of presenting. Dude, I go up for presentations. I don't even look at the board. As long as I know what I'm talking about, like I just talk. I just talk to the class. Straight up, bro. Dude, I took a public speaking course. Best class I've ever taken in my entire life. Definitely. And like it's like it was honestly kind of self-directed. Like we literally just go in. Whoever's presenting that day gets up and says their thing. And then, like, like the whole class, we're just listening to other people present their thing and, like, giving them feedback on it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just great. Like, yeah. it's hands-on learning. And that's, yeah. I think that's the best way to go Not about like learning, at me. least for me. No, That's how I operate. Definitely, bro. I, I, I had to buy my textbooks. I probably spent about an hour in my textbooks. Yeah, textbook. see? And that's, like, bro, it's, like, $150 on, like, in total. I never used any of them. Mm-hmm. Unless I was, like, finding, like, a definition or something that I know I needed to know. You know? Like, I just do so much better, like, seeing stuff and just, like, hearing stuff and, like, being, like, maybe put in a position, maybe ask hypotheticals, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, I just, that's just, like, so much more who I am. And it's just, like, people are different. You know, some people do better off, like, just reading stuff, taking notes. I just can't do it. Like, in high school, you know, like, being, like, an, when you're, like, I'll say this now because I'm not in high school anymore, but it doesn't matter. But, like, when you're a 
you know, like when you're a three sport, you know, like starter from like your junior year on, and like the teachers know who you are, you can get away with whatever you want. Oh, hundred percent. College that does not work. So like my first first couple of weeks of first semester, again I'm in season. I've always hated school. It slapped me right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. I picked it up like once football was over. I you know I finished with like a three one, which is like not. I mean it's hey, good. that's not bad, bro. Just stay above, keep my scholarship. That's really all I care about. But like I know I can do so much better too. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's really like what I'm trying to do this next semester. But it's like you got to you you just kind of got to find ways that like you learn best because in high school like national national high school wasn't that bad but like i know in a lot of areas like they don't necessarily like help you grow and prepare you for the next level that Mm. much you know yeah like tons of classes in high school that you might be taking like fucking calculus bro i took calc in high school i i am never going to use that ever in my day-to-day life yeah dude i i I took pre-calc like during the covid year so Uh i was cheating everything like, oh my god dude yeah I was bad yeah. during COVID cause like it's just like when you're on Zoom bro it's so hard to pay attention it's so hard bro you have everything everything that you wanted was with you you can like you can pull up Netflix you while you're in class bro like, like come on that, it's a bro, cheat code I would do like but it's like I have my tests okay I'll just look up the answers you know so I took pre-calc and it was so hard mm-hmm. I don't even know how I passed it and then like I'm like I'm looking at like curriculum, like when I'm trying to pick my major, I'm seeing calculus everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> dude. So like, I, I actually there. It's part of the reason I took finance was because there yeah. was no calculus. It's less of that. Like I know, like like economics, all like the different like economics majors was was part of it, and I was like, no, nah, I can't. Dude, I, I love can't. I love finance and business, mm. any of those topics because I really think they kind of avoid them. In high school, like they, they do, yeah, like they don't really teach you they how do. to manage your it's money. It's always, you know, it's always math, English. You got your foreign language, mm-hmm. social science. Like I don't know why, like there's why, there's why no was... course on how to open a checking account, oh, how to right. how to transfer money to your savings account, like different investment strategies, like none of that, mm. none of it whatsoever. I wish I, w- I wish I had exposure to that before mm-hmm. college. I really do. And I mean, like honestly, a lot of that stuff you have to learn on your own. Yeah, like. Like, you have to learn so much on your own in order to be a functional member of society. Like, you have to learn how to budget your time. Yeah. You have to learn how to take care of your body. Mm-hmm. You might have to learn how to cook. Like, just so many different examples of things you have to do on your own. And the only person that drives that is you. Yeah, exactly. That's like, you know, we talked about, like, how impulsive this was. Dude, like, coming home and just, like, living, like, such a healthy lifestyle like mm-hmm. I did the past couple weeks. I bet you feel great. It, oh, dude. I feel fantastic. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have reached out to you and, like, wanted to be here if I didn't feel great. Mm-hmm. But, like, again, that was just so impulsive. Like, I just, like, got home and I was like, okay, let's get back to how I was eating at the stuff. You know? <laughs> Since I had the opportunity, I did Do you, like, meal prep at all or, like, no. you cooking on the daily? Just beef and organs. Yeah. Beef and organs. Dude, I'm with you. It's so, like, it's so, like, weirdly looked upon by people because like mm-hmm. you know you it's almost taboo literally. to eat red meat or literally. whatever but no, like that's what it's, it's, it's crazy one of the best things you can put in your body no it is and i again so much I nutrients and it's funny because people talk about like carbs and veggies like giving you energy i would eat like that and i would take i would mandatory take like a two three hour nap every day <laughs> i've been home eating probably 80 80 percent of my diet is meat meat and fruit and like I so much energy. That's so really much interesting, bro. Like That's you, weird. you don't really eat like veggies or anything. I mean, probably here, to, here and there, but yeah, like, but like overall, what? Well, like when you look at like, 
what are veggies useful for? Micro, micronutrients, right? I saw, you know, one of the, the owner of the gym I train at, New England Strength and Performance, he showed me this thing last summer where it compared the micronutrients of kale, spinach, and another veggie to liver. And mm-hmm. liver had... Probably blew it out of the water, I bet. Everything. Because people say liver is like a superfood. Mm-hmm. Do you eat liver? Yeah. I don't think I've ever eaten liver my entire life. Bro. It's, I, I bet I'd like it, too. I mean, you kind of just got to like... Like, I eat it raw, too. So it's You like, eat it raw? Yeah. Oh, God damn, bro. You're like the liver king. Yeah, but a little more realistic. <laughs> but, like, again, like, I couldn't bring that to school, so I got home, and I got straight straight back to it. And just for organs, I just eat liver and heart. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's, like, liver, heart, and then, like... No, is that, is that bull? Like, cow? Cow liver? Cow, or heart, yeah. cow heart, cow liver, yeah. Um, but, like, like, with liver, like, you kind of just... The way I do it, it's I just, like, cut it up into super small pieces, like a pill. Uh-huh. And I just mix it with, like, maple syrup and salt and just swallow it. Oh, I bet it's pretty good like that, I mean, bro. it's fine. It kind of just, like... It just like numbs the taste. So yeah, like you don't you get don't some sea salt it. on it. Yeah. A little salty maple syrup makes it a little mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's not bad. You don't need too much, like two ounces a day. Like that's mm-hmm. really all you need. And it's like I don't eat it every day either. It's probably three times a week for the most part. But like, dude, that if there is one thing that I could that could I know for a fact will help everyone mentally and physically, it's eating mm-hmm. organs. It's, I believe it's it, ridiculous. Bro. Like you said, you feel great. I feel. And I'm going to go back to school and get back to eating dining hall food. I'm going to be like, damn. But it's going to feel like dog water. Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of that stuff, it's the seed oils, bro. And like inflammation. Need one a, on a fellow seed, seed oil, oil disrespecter, bro. I'm glad. Um, but like it clogs up your arteries. It does. Like when you're, when you're eating food that's fried in canola oil or like bread that has canola oil in it, uh, like it's not good for you. No, it's and terrible. it's like everywhere that's why in the american bro, diet that's why vegans need to realize you know what i'm saying no disrespect at all but like that is not healthy Humans no are not it's supposed not to be dog. not eating meat like i'm the opposite of a vegan yeah you know? carnivore and I, diet and i guarantee you i'm happier and healthier than most of the vegans you're probably there. right bro you know and i mean to each their own maybe they've found success with a vegan diet oh, it's like if, but, you know, if you're familiar with uh, Carnivore MD on Instagram, yep. like everything that he says is like, if what you're doing works for you, go ahead. Uh-huh. But he's, I'm trying to help people. And this is what has helped me. This is what research shows will help you. Again, you know, if you're happy where you are, fine, stick with it. But mm-hmm. like, that stuff has, I've never been like a depressed person by any means. But like, you know, I've kind of been like, felt like I wasn't really doing much at some points. Dude, like, Eating the way I've been eating has just helped me so much in so many different mm. ways. Could do because so it makes you ways. feel better. Like so better. baseline, your baseline level of happiness is just like raised when you're mm. eating better. Definitely. Like so again, like the owner of the gym, Joe Healy, one of probably like the most one one of definitely the most influential people to me. Built a pretty solid relationship with him. Like he's the one who told me like don't eat soy, mm-hmm. don't eat seed oils. And he was doing this. Like, my dad's actually, like, been eating carnivore for, like, four to five years. And Damn, just, like, never, good for him, bro. Yeah, so I, like, never, like, really believed it until I had, like, someone else who I trusted talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. You know, but, like, once, dude, if you, once you cut out, like, in soy, it's, like, I'm, obviously, like, I'm, you know, I'm not tan by any means, but, like, in the winter, I used to be pale as a ghost. Mm. And, like, I'm, I'm pretty like, fucking white to begin with, so, yeah, I mean, not but, much we can do about dude, it. like, I'd, like kept so much more color too because he told me I don't know how true this is but I was told that like soy like st- helped like st- limits like your body's melanin production mm-hmm. 
it's like people burn like sunburn a lot worse oh i have heard that before like Mm -hmm. if 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 seed oils are like in your diet very frequently like you burn more easily yeah or like it's you don't tan as well or however yeah i couldn't tell like because i started doing this like at the end of summer so i'd already burned and i already got pretty tan Mm -hmm. but like i noticed like now i'm like way tanner than i usually am in the winter you know Dude, see, I got put on to the seed oil disrespecting from Twitter. Yeah. Like, all these dudes talking when was shit about seed oil. When was it? I don't was know. Maybe, like, six months ago. Okay. I've probably been on money Twitter. I call it money Twitter because, like, I follow, like, this, like, niche of people who are, like, just all about, like, self-improvement, business, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, nutrition, weightlifting, all that stuff. Like, I've probably been following those people for, like, under a year now, and, like, it's just had a profound impact on me. For sure. In the way I I operate day-to-day in my life. No, because I was wondering, because, like, the censorship, like, before Elon bought Twitter was crazy. Mm. Like, now it's just, like, a lot more, like, because they do, like, I don't know why it's so, like, why, like, stuff like veganism is so promoted, and, like, why, like, red meat is looked down upon, Mm -hmm. when, like, me discovering that has helped my life tremendously. And that's, like, what these influencers are saying. That like they don't people don't want you to eat red meat. People don't want you to eat the right way. Like I, you have to figure it out on your own. Yeah, I don't. I just I don't understand why. I don't think by any means like it's kind of scary, bro. Because it's almost like I don't want to be careful throwing around this word, but like it's almost propaganda. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't think by any means like people are like society and government wants to like gatekeep a healthy lifestyle, but it's like why? Well, here's a question. Do we as a country have the resources to let everyone live like that? Yeah, Maybe sure. not, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not cheap to buy all that, like, yeah. all the expensive food mm-hmm. and, like, actually take care of yourself. It's easier to just go get a burger at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, a, a large fry. Like, it's, it's like, cheaper. And it's just, like, economically, like, you know, it creates jobs for people. And, like, you know, like, corporations need people to... And they have the money. On top, they have the money for the advertising to put their stuff out there. It's mm. over. You know what scares me is like all like the impossible meat or like like plant based meat, bro. Like, how are you gonna what call you... meat plant based? That doesn't I just, make I just any sense. I don't understand it. Like, I don't. I don't understand that at it's all. It's just mush. It's like, plant what mush. What are you doing? That look looks and tastes like meat. Like, why are you so synthetic? If you want terrible, meat, why don't you eat meat? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just. I don't understand. I don't understand, like, a lot of that. Maybe it's trendy or, like, whatever, and but, I mean, like... I there's people that really have a super deep connection to animals, and they don't want to hurt animals. Yeah. Like, we're humans. Like, we're, yeah. not, we're meant to... We're part of them, bro. Yeah. Like, you go out into nature, you're going to see a fucking alligator taking down a leopard or whatever. I, I don't even know. I just... Or, like, a lion munching down on a gazelle. Mm. Like, that's just how the world is. Yeah. Organisms need need to eat other organisms to like, live. Dude, like our genetic makeup requires. Yeah. Like we need we're like, supposed to be omnivores, need, carnivores. We're not mm-hmm. supposed to it's just not it's not healthy at all. Mm-hmm. It's just So it sucks when like pe- they promote that and like they just shove it in your face like, oh you need to be vegan. Uh no thanks. I'm all set. I like to eat meat. Yeah. I mean I would never And you can call that selfish or think. whatever, but it's I'm taking care of myself. Yeah, no, I used to think like a long time ago, like maybe when I was older, like I'll do it and then like I realized like everything's it's BS. Like it's just mm-hmm. not you know like, Makes you wonder a lot of like things that maybe we subscribe to right now could be BS. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of an example, maybe like 
like driving electric cars yeah. like is that really better for the environment mm -hmm. or is it just as bad if not worse because yeah. to make the batteries for those cars you have to extract a large amount of raw metal from mm -hmm. the earth and it's like it's like i mean look at like cigarettes like no one knew cigarettes were bad for you and mm -hmm. they ended up becoming yeah same thing with vapes no same thing they just made it fruity flavored and the kids <laughs> love it again yeah i mean that's what vaping like like people like do it because like it's like other people are doing it and then like they just get hooked to it and i'm like, mm. I'm like Honestly, it's something that I've fallen victim to a little bit. It's just like it's so addictive, bro. I've always nicotine is. I've always stayed away from nicotine. I don't like that's one thing like that I've just like never done. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I mean, I didn't do anything. Good for you, dude. I didn't keep do it anything. that way as I long didn't. as you can. And anyone listening, keep it that way. Yeah, I mean, I've done nothing in high school. Like doesn't nothing. benefit. They you. didn't smoke, drink, vape at all, and like you know, I've dabbled in the other areas, but I've never. I've never like picked up a vape. I mean, it's like I smoked a cigar, but like it's not gonna. It's not something that's like getting me addicted to nicotine. Yeah, that's like a celebratory thing, yeah, bro. Like or like, like you have a big week at work. Like, yeah, let's go get drinks at the bar. Whatever it is, yeah. like it's a celebratory thing. But when you're doing it to cope, that's when it's too much. Yeah. So it's like right. like with all things, it's about finding balance. Yeah. Like, and as a Libra, I don't know if you're into astrology. I'm not even into astrology, but I know that people say Libras are all about balance, and I'm a Libra, mm -hmm. and that's something I, I I preach all the time is balance. Yeah. No, and no, whatever no. you're doing. No, I, I'm the same way. Like, just like living like that balanced lifestyle between like you know like improvement and like mm -hmm. happiness. Like it's huge. Yeah, but it's okay to have a fucking piece of pizza every once in no, a while. Definitely. Like you can't you can't completely cut yourself off from that. No. Like yeah. it's okay. For sure. You I just mean, can't be over consumed the best thing about like the way that i eat is like i can go and like go eat like junk food and just still know that i'm still eating super healthy mm -hmm. like you can tap back into that eating yeah, healthy whenever of, you want because of how pure 85 90 percent of my diet is that other 10 percent can be straight shit and mm -hmm. i just i still know that i'm making great progress yeah and that's balance right there yeah that's that's, that's huge because it, it's like dude if i ate the way i ate 24 7 i would hate eating Mm. Like I love No I've always loved Like meat And then like, at that point It wouldn't even be As beneficial anymore Cause no, like then it's Fuck with my head Yeah exactly And it's like Fuck dude I gotta eat Like I'm hungry Damn I can't eat What I wanna eat You know mm -hmm. So I mean that's just That's really what it's all about You can't It's like same thing With like getting off Of like drugs Like you can't just quit Cold turkey You mm -hmm. know It's like Same thing with a diet Like you can't just eat Like dog shit your whole life And then just all of a sudden just flip everything around yeah because then you your know? body's gonna get thrown way out of whack because oh, yeah, yeah. you've become accustomed to the seed oils mm -hmm. and come accustomed to the plant-based meat or whatever you're eating <clears throat> that's like a thing with people who like extreme like who like diet like super extreme like they they were like maybe a little overweight and then all of a sudden they just they're eating 1200 calories a day and doing certain amounts of cardio mm -hmm. you're gonna lose weight super quickly but then your body's gonna come accustomed to 1200 calories a day and then you're eating 1,200 calories a day and you're not losing weight, you know? So it's just like, that's really that's really what, what it's about for dieting. It's mm. like, it, it is a super slow process. Like, yeah, you don't want to completely switch it up and throw off your body's equilibrium, mm -hmm. like in a day. Yeah. Because then you're just going to get thrown out of whack and you're going to feel like shit. And it's going to take some time to get accustomed to your new diet. Yeah, and getting, being fit is a super long process. Oh, 100%. Because I, I, I would argue that it's a process that lasts a lifetime. Like, sure. there really is no end to it. No, like I've been I've been training pretty seriously for a little over four years now. Mm -hmm. 
this is the first time in my life I'm ever trying to lose weight. Not like lose weight, but trying to not gain weight. Mm-hmm. So I was just a skinny little like eighth grader going into my freshman year of high school. I was trying to gain weight. Okay, I'm trying to play varsity next year. Let's keep gaining weight. Okay, I want to play in college. I need to get bigger. Just kept being like that. And then I got to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm 190 pounds. I'm playing safety. I'm good here. Yeah, um, yeah. Because like if you get too fat, you're going to be too slow. And that's the thing with a lot of people who just start like weight training and just like trying to like get healthy is they, they don't like put on size enough like they try to like if you're like skinny like example like people who like start skinny and try to put on size they're only gonna do it for so long and then they're gonna try to cut down and it's like you just like don't have enough size you know Mm -hmm. that's why like it's such a long process like i've heard for like your first three to four years of lifting you should just try to put on as much size as much strength as possible because i don't i don't lift for hypertrophy i don't lift for like a bodybuilder you know, I've been training like an athlete. Yeah, you train for performance, I would mm. think, right? But it's like still, it does. It, it definitely comes with, you know, its benefits, like physically. Mm. Like I feel, I feel and look great, and like, I'm not even like you know doing that. But like same, same thing applies. Like, I wouldn't just like I'm still trying to gain weight. It still comes with that, you know, and like, I. I this is the first time ever I've been not trying to gain weight. That's interesting. You know? I think the first time I ever got introduced to the weight room was like like you going into freshman year of high school, mm-hmm. and like because I was gonna I had never played football before then I was gonna play, mm-hmm. and like they they do workouts at the high school, so I was like yeah fuck it let's go, and like from that point forward it has just completely changed my life. Yeah, like just being in the weight room. No, you know, like you just fall in love with the process. Yeah, you really do right away, especially when you're exposed to like because it's hard. You're getting uncomfortable, like your stuff. You're not, you're not doing like you're, you're making shit happen. You're working. So I remember when I started working out at the high school gym. So Jalen Pacheco, he was he was our best player, our running back when I was a freshman. He was a senior. Like seeing that guy squatting 500 pounds, yeah, 300, like that lights a fire under you. Get like that, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like you just fall in love with the process. You fall in love with like seeing yourself get better. It's not mm-hmm. just about, and that's how that's how other things in life should be. Yeah, really. I feel like that's like the easiest way, at least for me. But like in terms of like, you know, like reading books and stuff. Like I, I, I'm trying to read, and I'm just like trying to finish books just so I can like finish books. But like once I actually start to like enjoy reading them and enjoy like picking up that knowledge as I'm reading them, that's when I'm going to be like a lot happier with myself. Yeah, see, that kind of speaks to something. You don't want these items to just be, like, a a task on your to-do list. You want to do them because you enjoy doing them and Mm -hmm. because it's part of your process and self-improvement. Yeah. Like, consistently going to the weight room every day, like, that can be part of your process. But, like, if you force yourself there every day and you don't even like it, then what are you doing? Yeah. And it's like, that's how it is. And maybe you might have to do that in the beginning. Until it becomes something that you enjoy, yeah, and because you kind of have to train people, yourself, make people so uncomfortable. If yeah, you've never been. In oh a yeah, room, like, like all these big burly dudes throwing yeah. around weight, like yeah. that's intimidating. Everyone knows what they're doing. Everyone looks super confident doing it. And you're just kind of unsure of everything. Like that stuff is scary. Mm. But you just gotta suck it up. Buttercup. There for your, those people are there for themselves. You got to be there for yourself. Mm. No one's looking at you the way you think people are looking at you. That's something you know. that we learned about in uh, psychology class. I talk. It's called the spotlight effect, where like you think people are putting so much more attention on you when they're really not. Yeah. Everyone's just focused on themselves. Mm. And that's really what, bro. With people like coming back from like, like trying to recover from like any type of like traumatic event, like that's like you're trying to like help yourself, but like you think that like everyone's looking at you and it's just like hard, and then you just don't end up helping yourself, and you take unhealthy routes of healing. Mm-hmm. Like, 
for me personally, like the way I thought about it, like I've gone through, you know, I've gone through like countless stuff in my life. But the way I thought about it, I was just like, if I'm upset about something, something's really, I'm really caught up about something. I'd look at me like four years ago when something happened. Be like, bro, I'd be much, much, much happier if my girlfriend just broke up with me than what just happened with my family. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you gotta like think about it. Like, like I moved into school, like not in the best place mentally just because of some stuff that was happening. And I was kind of just like, dude, I've been, I've been playing cards I was dealt bad my whole life. Like, this is really, you know, it's just really nothing, nothing different. And then it just helped, you know. Like, obviously, like, being around a football team, like, you know it. Like, oh, yeah, that, 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 that chemistry between everyone is just it's a so, brotherhood. so different. It really is. So different. Like, you don't need anything else when you have mm-hmm. it. You know? It's a family, bro. It really is. For sure. And, like, everyone's got their own adversity. Something our coach, Kip, I don't know if you know Kip, but he's yeah, the coach of okay. Merrimack, but great guy like he's literally like a father to us like Mm -hmm. he's the father of our family and he's taken in all these young men under his wing and he's making them 10 times the man they were when they first walked through his program like that's what it's all about bro impacting other people in a positive way and he teaches so much bro like his main thing is adversity we all have adversity it's how you handle it Mm -hmm. and about trusting the process like those are two of his pillars right there and like he is honestly someone I look up to and no, aspire sure. to be. No, like. Kip's a, even at South, because Kip was at South mm-hmm. before he went to Merrimack. Like all the coaches, like it's always been like the ultimate respect for Merrimack, ultimate respect mm-hmm. for Kip. Like super, super solid. Even when I've talked to him, like super solid guy. And like we got like the same thing at South. Like Coach Munson, who he just passed away, but like he had like that type of effect on people mm-hmm. like he was our head lacrosse coach and the offense coordinator for football oh yeah I remember hearing about that but he was God bless him yeah no for sure it's tragic what happened and like that was like that was a relationship where like I had with him where him and I were still texting like probably once a week when I was at school mm-hmm. like up until when he just it was it was crazy cause like a lot of the lacrosse kids like we were together one like Friday we had practice the next morning it was like two in the morning and like something someone just sent him a picture of all of us and then we all get to practice one of us is throwing up everyone else just like doesn't <laughs> want to be there it was hilarious but like when he had his heart attack like we we were all together it was on Black Friday we sent that picture to him and just like never got a response the next morning his wife called one of us and like told us what happened wow that was crazy that's tough yeah but like no I'm I'm so thankful for like the impact he's had on me mm-hmm. though cause like like my freshman sophomore year, I like really just didn't like him at all. I just couldn't really see eye to eye with him. It's because like, that you like you're some stupid young kid and you yeah. don't see it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it takes time to realize what they're trying to do, and I think like like that's a lot of people's problem when they like start playing football like as a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't buy in enough, yeah, because like they think they know it all and they really don't. Mm-hmm. Like these 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 mentors, they're looking out for you. They have their mm-hmm. your best interest in mind, yeah. No, I mean, like, I remember, so, like, my senior year, it was, like, we were supposed to be really good my senior year, mm-hmm. and so, like, we started off, I went to, like, I remember after we lost to Londonderry, second week, like, he just, like, sent me a text saying all this, and then I came, you know, I responded to him saying, yes, definitely, all of this, but, you know, I need more out of you, I need more out of the other guys, mm-hmm. and, like, when he responded to me, opening opening up, being as transparent as possible, like, that was when I just, like, had the ultimate respect for him, like, to be a... 35 year old man saying this stuff to a 17 year old at the time like that's definitely not easy mm, you know no it's the same way with like a lot of you don't know how that kid's gonna take it no 
And like once that happened, like my relationship with him was unreal, you know, up until he passed away. Mm-hmm. But like this, and I also had him. He was our psychology teacher, again, our lacrosse coach. Like, but like, yeah. Oh, God all, bless him, bro. Yeah, no, it's teacher crazy. and coach. Like, yeah, that. just had a kid a year. That's a year crazy. Ago or a year and a half ago, like. I wish nothing but the best for his yeah. family, bro. Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> Um, but not like beyond beyond thankful and I wish that's something that like I expressed more and that's mm-hmm. one thing when, when something like that happened like made me realize like people need to know what they did for me because I don't know if I'll when it's too late to tell them wow bro you know? you're right like that's huge that's something you don't realize you gotta tell people how you, know? you feel because mm-hmm. they can be gone like that mm-hmm. that's what life is bro like you don't need to know and that's why we need to act impulsively like that's when we saying. have ideas you can't just go sit do on, it. You can't just sit on things. Go forever. do it. You really can't. It's like, probably even like with like like friends and stuff. Like, so like when me and Kyle like knew we were gonna go to school together, mm-hmm. like I just started like hanging out with Kyle more last summer. I got closer with like the Merrimack kids. I got closer with like Kyle's friends. You know, and that's stuff where I was like, you know, I've always I've always been content with like the friends I have at home. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't know what's out there. Why not? You yeah. know, now I got great the more the great friendships with the with a lot of the kids from Merrimack. Like, no, I was, like, just, like, playing you guys in football. Like, didn't know any of you besides, like, Kyle and Jake. And that's <laughs> just from, like, Trevor. You know? And, like... Look at us now, bro. Now you're on Mizzou. I'm saying. Now I'm just on a podcast <laughs> with you, someone I've never talked to before. But, like, that's just... Bro, I'm just trying to... I'm trying to... I'm trying to know people. I'm trying mm. to know a lot of people. I want people to know me. You know, I feel like I could bring a lot of good to people. 100%, bro. So, like... You're a smart kid want to like get that out you know let people benefit it's something I've always I've always like thought of like I want the people closest to me to have only a positive impact dude I completely agree with you like I want everyone I touch to be brought up Mm -hmm. and like have I want to have a positive impact on every single person I come across and I'm somebody who like bro I get pissed off really easily like Mm -hmm. that's just that's just me like but like I always first impression I always try to see the good in people. Oh yeah, like you always, have to. always. I know there's a lot of people who like right away. It's just gonna pick up the negatives, and that's how they're gonna think about somebody when they've only talked to them once. I've never been that way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to judge a book by its cover. It is, but like I always try to try to see through it. You know, just see the see the good in people. I feel like I think that humanity has so much good. Obviously, you know, there's there's the bad and the negative, but mm. like I always try to make that assumption that like humanity is good, society is good. You know. I think that's a good baseline level of assumption. Mm. Like, because think about it. When you come across the street with some random person you've never met in your entire life, like, it's probably a decent person on the other side. Like, you don't know what circumstances or scenario they're in at the time. But, like, as humans, I like to think that most people are generally good people. Mm. And I think that's a good way of, like, giving people the benefit of the doubt. I think it's important to do that because you don't know what adversity they're having. Or dealing with at that time. Yeah. No, it's definitely, like... Because, like, everyone goes through shit, you know? Like, mm. and you don't... You never know when someone's going through shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's fair to, like, make assumptions on people based off of, like, one encounter, you know? Obviously, like, when it... Something's, like, reoccurring, you're just like, no, like, this isn't my type of person. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's know? okay to make those distinctions, too. Like, yeah, not everyone's not a good definitely. person. I mean, not everyone's going to be good for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to do the stuff... You need to be around the people that are going to make you better. Yeah. And not everyone's going to be that way, and that's fine. But like I'm saying, like, personally, I just, I like to assume that someone's good, you know? Mm. I'm sure you've, you've 
experienced that a lot at school too yeah. with like the football team like mm. probably finding your crowd your type of people the people that are going to make you better mm. no, like I mean, that's really just like i haven't had like i've had like rarely any like negative encounters with like football actually like, football you know kids. now that i think about it like college football you you're probably you probably got a lot of like people that are focused on themselves yeah. and improving like mm. if to make because to make it to that level you can't just be in it just cause like right. you have to really especially want at it. the D3 level too yeah like you need to cause you don't really get shit like you don't really get shit out of it besides like you have to love the behind, sport exactly that's really what it comes down to so. what position do you play you said safety yeah yeah they got Kyle playing QB still you just switched to receiver oh that's interesting yeah I would have thought right? yeah hey, to each their own though yeah if that's what the coaches think he's best at and and if he can he perform sh- he there. He just showed, like, ridiculous. Just, like, some like, ridiculous catches sometimes. Dude, Kyle like, does have good hands. Ridiculous. For And I, I'll i hate on Kyle. I'll always, Kyle, him and I have a relationship. Like, we never compliment each other. I'll say it right here on the podcast so everyone can hear. The best hands I've ever seen. <laughs> for whatever reason. Dude, yeah. No, honestly, looking back at it, sometimes the center would send a snap, like, way over his head. And he'd literally just, like, one-hand it. Bring just, it down. Toss a dime. Yeah, no. Like, the kid's a beast, bro. You know, Kyle's a piece of shit, but... He can be. He can do He's also got a raging gambling addiction. It's tripped off onto me a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all jokes. It's It's all jokes. I mean, mean, shit's fun. Hey, hey, some people like the sports, but it's fun, bro. Yeah. I mean, mean, it's not my cup of tea. uh I mean, once you're you're gambling money, you can't afford to be losing. Like, that's an issue. That's an issue. Like, we talked about, bro. Balance. Balance. It's all about it. It's key. Mm Mm-hmm. To anything you're doing, yeah. Um, I kind of want to go in depth, like into some more weight room type stuff, though. Mm. Like I was thinking about that, but um, like how how do you structure your workouts? So, like, what are you, how many days a week are you lifting? Like, are you doing cardio? Like, how do, how do you balance that? So, where I train at um, and like how does that look in season versus off season? Yeah. So I train where I train at NESP. It's so it's it's like it's a private gym mm-hmm. where it's like. You get that coaching, you get that training. So like the way it's structured is so like Monday, Tuesday are upper body, lower body strength days, max effort days. So that's where you'll find a you know you'll work up to a max on a different type of lift. So like for upper body, it could be a bunch of different bench press variations. <laughs> lower body, it's either a squat or deadlift variation, and then those are followed. Wait, so up. you're doing upper body and lower body on the same day or no? No, no. Monday upper, Tuesday lower. Okay, I see. And then so like. Those are followed with like another type of like high intensity like con- compound movement. So like if I'm like doing some t- some form of a squat, I'll follow that up with some type of like high rep, like like four sets, low rest in between, like some some like deadlift variation. Then it goes into accessory work. So you know you'll get your hamstring work. Mm-hmm. If it's a lower body day, you might jump. Um, so you kind of you kind of start with your main lift, yeah. whether it be squat, bench, deadlift, mm. and then like like you said, you kind of go into the accessories a little yeah. bit so afterwards. It's the West Side. It's the West Side barbell style. It's like who like created and popular popularized it. And then mm-hmm. so Wednesday is like a kind of like a like a recovery day, like um, middle of the week because you lifted heavy yeah. two days before. And so that Thursday, Friday, then it's speed work. Okay. So again, so is, that's more like athletic training, yeah. not strength training. So like that's what it is, like training, training to be a football player. Like you need that, you need both. Mm-hmm. You know, so like 
Thursday, Friday, that's like 12 sets of twos, 12 sets of three. Like, like what squat. lifts? Okay, it's bench and squat again. Possible. And then you'll get into like accessory work after that again. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday is another day like Wednesday. So Just I'm, like kind of recover a little bit. Usually five days a week. Okay. So I'll get one of those like recovery days in. Mm-hmm. But now since I started training like that, dude. Like the strength gains, like the oh, I bet they got it down everything. to a science at oh, that yeah, gym, bro. For sure, like because like, they're working with so many different athletes. Yeah. Like they have such a big sample size. Like they've probably figured it out. And like sending, the recipe that works. Sending kids to Notre Dame to play football, Vanderbilt like, to play awesome. baseball. Bunch of UNH football guys train there. Mm-hmm. It's funny how I like came across it because um, so Trevor, who trained me like all of high school when I was playing quarterback, he like one of the girls that he knew from high school was like working at that gym a little bit and mm-hmm. so like when all the gyms shut down like they were like still letting him go there and then like when they opened back up officially you know he like got us to come there so that's me jason and josh Carpo. Mm-hmm. and then when we got there you know like we start you start seeing more new hampshire kids like jake Trahan's there he's there every he's there just as often as i am like kyle's there here and there like joe michael um he played quarterback at bedford like he's there a good amount um, like so like we just got like exposed to that from Trevor and then mm. but I'm like it's weird how it happened but like I'm like very happy that it happened cause like that gym is that that's been unreal for me you know dude like we were talking about before is like when you surround yourself with other winners you're gonna yeah. be a fucking winner like energy like there. that's how it works uh-huh. that's what it that's really what it is cause you you get in there you see all these other people crushing their lips you're like why can't that be me mm-hmm. And like that lights a fire under no, you. It's ridiculous. Like, it really, it really is like what you see. Like what humans are capable of. Mm-hmm. Like what humans who are just like you from the same areas you are capable of, and it just makes you want to go out and get more. Yeah, you're like why can't that not be me? Yeah, for sure. Like, that's been huge. It's always been a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. Been lifting since I started. Like, me too, bro. It's just it's become part of mine. It's mm-hmm. like, it's 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 really even beyond a physical thing like it's a mental thing too mm. like it makes me feel better when I'm lifting so much better bro mm-hmm. like bro like if you're if, if you're in a bad place like it's it's so easy to just like not think about the stuff that you're thinking about when you're lifting yeah like, like you said it is. where your feet are like put that, all that other stuff to the side let's lift this weight right yeah, now that that's really what it is bro like lifting is it's it, it is great i think bro if you're not lifting like that's something just got it mm-hmm. like if you're it. looking we'll like <laughs> looking for a place to start have you ever seen someone work out and then regret that they start work start never working out? no never not once but like you'll you'll see people like stop working out and regret it mm-hmm. you know like i don't know why it's not like just i don't know why people aren't like if you're not working out i just don't get it it's not easy though to be fair like it's hard to be consistent and get in no, there multiple not. times a week mm-hmm. especially if you got a bunch of other stuff going on mm-hmm. being crazy all the time like like the past few weeks I, I haven't been consistent with the gym just cause like I, I'm starting this new job and like my schedule's just been all over the place so it's hard to be consistent mm-hmm. but if you can make it in when you can it's huge yeah like for sure even even if it's one or two days a week that's better than nothing right yeah and you'll you'll see like when people start working out like they it's more than just like I have to it's I like to mm-hmm. like you look for, I look for cause so like I like lifting in the morning, but right now I'm lifting up in the afternoon because that's just when the gym's open. Yeah, whenever you can get it in. And dude, I look forward to that. I uh-huh. wake up and I'm like, I don't know what the hell to do until then. <laughs> you know, like, do you just, again, do you 
just fall in love with the process. You mm. just keep doing it, bro. Trust the process. Mm, trust the really process. Good. Trust the process. And I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Like, once I'm done with football, like, it's just going to be so different for me. Yeah, you're probably... Do you think you'll change your your routine? I, I, like, because you're going to have to, you're gonna have to look for something else to train for. I want to say I'm just going to be, like, training to, like, you know, keep, like, a... Try to get my body, like, just as, like, you know, as, like, appealing as possible. But, like, dude, I love lifting heavy. Like, mm. I love lifting heavy. I love moving weight fast. So, it's like... I don't. I honestly don't know. I mean, we'll say I got another three years. So. See the way, like I don't. I don't play a sport in college or anything. So like the, I honestly kind of lift for physique. Yeah. Most of the time, sure. like I want to have like a toned mm-hmm. body with muscle definition. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I care about like being able to move as an athlete, but it's not as important to yeah. me because yeah. like everyone's training for a different reason. Yeah. Some people want to be bodybuilders. Some people want to be the best hockey player or whatever. Like you. You have to decide what you yeah, want to do. Yeah, it's different from sports. Sports too. Mm-hmm. like a boxer doesn't train like a like a like a football player. Yeah, hundred percent. Like a marathon runner trains completely differently than a football player. Yeah, it's like I I love the way I've been training. So it's just I mean, we'll yeah, dude, if you like it, get there. If you like yeah. it, keep going with it. Yeah, for sure. And it, there's no way it's not going to be beneficial to me. It'll, yeah, it'll never not be beneficial. Mm-hmm. This might be a more beneficial way. But it's like again, well, I got time. I got I got <laughs> another three years to. Do this and then yeah, because you're what like, a freshman. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, one there there was this book I read by David Goggins, "Can't Hurt Me." Do you know who David Goggins is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that book literally inspired me to go run a half marathon, right. like just out of the blue, and like just because like it lit a fire under me, and it it inspired me to get back into the weight room because I read it kind of like during covid when like we couldn't do as much and then things started loosening up and i was like damn i'm a lazy piece of shit really and like it's wrong. motivated me not like i realized and that book has changed my the way read, i do things have you ever make your bed no but i'll tell you i make my bed every single morning yeah. that's something my that's a belief my mother instilled in me uh, is you don't leave the house without making your bed dude, that book when i read that book i've always just been so inconsistent with it but dude when i'm reading that book like i'm so much more productive so much more i motivated. bet that book is like, I, I haven't read much, but that is by far like the, the best thing I've ever read. Think about just it change, though, bro. Just your life so like much. you're starting the morning with a win. Like yeah, it's, a, it's a it's a task that task. takes two minutes. Yeah, two minutes to make your bed, and like, and it looks cleaner. Yeah, like you just feel better, like, bro. You, if the first thing that you do is a, a task, a small win, it makes everything else just seem so much more attainable. Mm. Like if you're sitting in your bed for an hour and a half on your phone. Like waiting until you have to do something, like then that. Thing then when you, you finally do, do get up, you're like, oh. Yeah, shit. you know, it just seems like so much more of an obstacle. Mm. But that that I gotta like I, I've read it a couple times. Like that's something I wanna. What's I it called? Make your bed. Make your bed. That's it. Yeah, that's fire. I forget. Uh, I forget what the author's name is. He's a he's like a retired Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. So like he talks about like. Um, so that, that's really like a discipline thing. Yeah. Discipline, consistency. Yeah, I mean, like those two things. Like the chapters are like. They're different. I mean, not every not every chapter is about just like doing like a small task. It's also about like you know like overcoming stuff he had to do when he was training to be a seal and relating that mm-hmm. to like the regular person's life. Kind of sounds like Goggins a little bit, yeah. it's like mental toughness, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But no, it's great, great book. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm trying to. I'm trying to read more like nonfiction. Like oh, I love nonfiction, bro. I've never. I don't read fiction. I probably never will. Yeah, I just, I just, I just don't have a use for it. Watch a TV like. That's fiction, yeah. You know, but like, like I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get into that, like, so, something I want to like. Mm. I haven't been super consistent with reading lately, but when I am consistent with reading, like, 
I notice a difference. Exactly. And whatever whatever I'm reading at the time kind of programs me yeah. a little bit too. It's like I've never been consistent, but like when I read, like even for that day, that those couple days, like I feel an impact. But it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, it's not my it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it's definitely like I said earlier, definitely something I'm trying to instill in a part of my life. Yeah, because like like I said, it really is kind of programming. Yeah, like what you see on TikTok, what you watch on TV, the books you read people you talk to it's all programming it all influences you mm. like it goes back to what we said before it's like your environment impacts you yeah yeah definitely it's just like dude like you just don't seek out for like like you don't like care about like relationships like you don't care about girls when you're when you're spending your time like reading about or like actively doing stuff that like makes you better like you don't care about that other stuff mm. Whereas like some people just like live off of the idea that like just chase and tail Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's like, like some like, people, that's all they're at college for, just ch- chasing talent. Well, there's one piece of advice that I have for any high schooler, dude. Your senior year of high school, you need to be single. Unless, mm, yes, unless, Mike, yes, unless Mike, this brother. is a relationship that is 100%, like, you guys, like, you're with a solid girl, like, that's, like, understanding and, like, you know this and, like, maybe, like, your paths in college don't put you too far away. Dude, Even so, it. though, bro. Even so. I know, listen, I know somebody who went literally was dating this girl for three years. They went to school together, and they just broke up after the first yeah. semester. Look at that. Like, dude, like, I, I was in a relationship my senior year of high school. Me I too. I knew, like, probably as much as I hate to say it, was not going to work. Mm-hmm. But, it, when but we, like, when in the really top. To when you're there, though, like, you're blinded oh, yeah. by it. No, you, you really don't realize are. it. But, bro, like, your senior year of high school, dude, you, that's 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 the time that you need to just enjoy with whoever. Mm. You don't, you should mm. not be, you just should not be waiting Because chances like, are you're not going to marry no, that girl. Not, Let's be real. I do think that you do need some dating experience while you're in high school. Mm. You know? But, like, bro, like, it's just, like, you come home and then like you know like you come home and like you don't have any female friends at home because you were in this relationship and there's like your ex-girlfriend hates you all their friends hate you yeah that's interesting bro like bro like i just got home like Mm. i'm trying to like i'm trying to see people that i like i have not like seen and like it's just like it's just really 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 weird like being here like for this break has been like so weird in terms of that because it's just like the girls that I like was friends with in high school, like through like my girlfriend at the time, like they don't think they like me anymore. Hell no, you know it's like, and then it's like whatever, bro. That, like you only Let have so many female friends, but yeah, I mean, dude, like who really gives the way I see it? I, I go out of my way not to burn my bridges with people. Like I, I don't want to have to hate someone. I really don't hate anyone in this world. No, yeah. Like what's the point, dude? Like, but it's just weird. Like there's like people who I like wasn't like best friends with, people I was cool with, who went to school. And like to like try to reach out. It's like, why are you giving? Why are you giving me nothing? Like, I'm just trying to like keep a relationship. But it's like, I mean, I'm sure like you're having fun, but I'm having fun too. Mm. You know, I'm trying to, but I'm trying to like you know keep my relationships that I had in the past. And it's like, I guess some some people just like see it differently. But I'm, the last thing I'm doing is chasing somebody who's like, yeah, I'm with you, bro. And that's not always bad. I like, or I like, I don't want to do the long distance thing either. Like, fuck know. that, dude. Hell no. No way. Dude, no way. Like. Especially, like, the way that I am, like, as a friend, like, as a boyfriend, like, I give a lot in, like, my friendships and my relationships. I can't give you that if I'm not really... If I'm not 100%, really bro. Like, I, I, I'm not the greatest at, like, 
texting and like all that yes, stuff bro. like I, i'm such an advocate for like face-to-face mm. interaction like that's Me why too. i do a podcast so i can sit down and talk to people mm. in person like it means so much more than like a facetime from halfway across yeah, the no, country i just hate did i just like hate texting like facetime like everyone like when they like get in a relationship at first like facetime's cool but then that shit just gets so yeah aggy. right like, it just feels so it's annoying forced. like it's annoying yeah, like if no. you want to talk to me Come walk through my front door. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, you know where I live? Like, I'm here. No one's going to have an issue with you being in my house. Like, mm. it's just like. <laughs> where I'm at now, though, is like, I'm really just focused on becoming the best version of myself, mm. the best version of my business. Yeah. Definitely. And then I know that it's going to come. That's I know how that that, too, that relationship is going that, to and come. Bro, you know what they say? Or I don't know if they say this, but that's how I've thought. If, you ever, if you're ever looking for a relationship, you won't find the right one. Yes. You need a relationship that's just You're just going to find the best thing and think that's it, but mm. it's not. No, you just need something that's just going to come up on you, something that like, you don't even like expect. Mm. When you least you know? expect it. That's what I'm saying. Like, And I've, I had a, you know, my relationship in high school, was, it, was, it was pretty good. I yeah, mine was great too. I like, didn't see that coming though. It just mm-hmm. happened that we were together for like 19 months, 19, 20 months, almost like. And it was like over a year and a half. Yeah, same for me, bro. Kind of something just like that. Happened. And like you know, like should hit the fan, obviously. <laughs> but like, it's okay. We move you know, on. No, we we move on. It's like I'm, I'm here. We live now, on. And I'm home, and I'm, I'm I'm very past that. Very past that. You know, hey, and you know, maybe one day, Mike, you can rebuild that bridge. I don't know if we're gonna do that, but maybe maybe it's burnt <laughs> down right now. But the construction company's gonna come in. They're gonna put up some new support pillars. Yeah, who knows? Put down a new pavement over it's that like, thing. You know, and hey, maybe you'll be driving across that bridge in two years. Who I'm knows? Saying, I'm home and I'm, I'm I'm cool. I'm mature. Everything is. I'm you're a better, to, you're bro, a bigger person. That, now. That's what I'm saying. But it's like you know, some of these girls like they might still hate me a little bit. That's cool though. That's you okay. Let them hate. Let them hate. I have been. I've been the most prideful person. Like I, I'm the most prideful person I know. Like, I've always been this way, bro. I, I just like made it like just my mission to just put my pride aside and just like stop caring. So stop trying mm. to be like the be the bigger man. Yeah, like stop yeah. trying to be like the person like everyone desires. Like that does not matter, bro. Because you're not actually doing anything for me. That's all ego. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I've been. But that's. That's something I'm 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 trying actively to change. Mm. It's something like you know I was saying like you're a product of your environment, bro. Like I've been listening to just like I really like you know like artists who might make toxic music. Like The Weeknd's my favorite artist. I listen to a lot of his older stuff. Very toxic music. Mm. I found and that that's programming. When I was listening to a lot of his stuff, like I was like, why do why am I actually starting to feel this way? Like why is this how like I'm subconsciously, feeling? bro? And like I'll never I'll never stop listening to it, but I just kind of something I had to kind of be aware about, you know. Yeah, but like that even if you're like if you're aware of it, that almost takes it down a yeah, notch. Yeah, no, it does. Like if you know that it's happening, then mm-hmm. you can kind of watch for it. Yeah, bro. Like when I'm when I'm getting an adrenaline rush from like some of these lyrics, I'm like dude, I gotta feel, I gotta relax. Like, <laughs> Like, I really do need to just relax. But that's the thing. I'm trying to just, like, get away from that. I'm really trying to focus on, like, again, just, like, building myself up mm. more in more ways than one. No, dude. I think you're on a great path, brother. Like, my first... Like, you got a lot of your shit figured out. Mm. Yeah, and I applaud you for that. Thank you. My first, first like... Dude, the first, like, two months of school, I was like, what the hell am I doing here? Mm. Like, I didn't want to, like, do anything. And then I kind of just realized, like, dude, come on, like, you're, 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 you're sitting here, you have the opportunity to, you know, be great. Why don't Might you as well make the most of it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I think you have a really solid, really, really solid foundation, too. I appreciate that. Like, you lift weights. Mm. 
you don't do drugs. You eat, right? Like, holy moly, you're ahead of 90% of people with those three things right there. Like, that's incredible. Not a lot of people can say they do that. And, like, plus, you're a good-looking dude. <laughs> My bro, shit matters. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> no, it's like, you don't realize, because, like, obviously, like, you know, like, fucking around doing drugs is fun, but it's also, like, just seek out for it. You seek out for, like, this something that, like, you need to, like, add to your life to, like give you that joy but like mm. dude once you find like those like once you like celebrate the small things like realize like and like stop being so hard on yourself too like realize like what you're probably doing great things whether you realize it or not mm. like it makes you don't even like you don't you just don't need that other stuff like you can just be high off life 90% of the time if you let yourself yeah you know I think that's something I get caught up with a lot of the time is I just feel like I'm not doing enough when like if I really like step back and look at where I'm at like holy moly dude you're, you're ahead of the curve here oh yeah like you need to applaud yourself for, for sure. that for sure. but that doesn't mean you can take your foot off the gas either because no. otherwise everyone else is going to start lapping yeah but if you I mean if you need a break you need a break and that's yeah. that but like as long as you pick it back up bro like you got to enjoy your, your, yeah, yourself like, I've made mistakes bro like you know you're going to make mistakes in your life and like people are going to like some, some people might make you feel like you're worthless because of like the shit that you do but then like I remember like my aunt told me one time like that one that shit does not define you as a person bro like you need to be forgiving yourself if you want mm. to be happy and that's the truth like you can be super hard on yourself and you can do great things but at the end of the day you're probably still like not going to be the happiest person when it's all said and done forgiveness it's huge mm. it's huge with other people but more so like with yourself like forgiving yourself is like the like number one like it's one of the hardest things to do like hands down mm. but once you can forgive yourself for like whatever it is that you did that's been nagging you forever that it just elevate, you past elevates it. your life so yeah. much you know it's great bro so. this has been a great talk Mike has been dude definitely quality mm. impulsive very yeah I'm glad we did it though. Oh, for sure. This has been great, it's brother. Been, I've been needing. I think this is the start of a friendship too. For sure. Like yeah. I've literally never had a conversation with you before in my life, and we just hopped on mitts only, and we did it. We ran we it. We did it. We did it. First conversations in front of whoever's watching. Yeah. On top of that too. I don't even care. Psst, I no, could, I forget about the camera, bro. No, like, I'm just here chatting, shooting the shit, chatting, uh, it, chatting it up with my boy Mike, mm, AKA no. Rusty. Always. So it's so funny because like people call me that in high school, and then I get to. I get to college and like one coach like asked me what they called me and I told them and then every all my friends in school called me Rusty Bell. Bro, really? Yeah, that's funny, bro. Like I there's there's like, bro, like even like the chicks like <laughs> most of that. There you go. If you got the chicks calling you a nickname, you know you're doing something good. Yeah. Like I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know how that. I was like, all right, I'm moving past this. I'm just Mike now. It lasted <laughs> about four days, bro. Like, no, I think I'm gonna title this episode Rusty. <laughs> Cause I did have another guy on named Mike, uh-huh. so we can't we can't do that again. And plus, I can't. I think you're rusty, bro. No, I, I think it, I think he got that with you for life. No, it will for sure. Dude, we had a we had a play in basketball. My coach called Rusty. <laughs> it was like Rusty was a. Did you get the ball? Player. No, I was setting a screen. Like my, <laughs> you know, my big ass was setting a screen for the shoot. I couldn't hoop. I would just play defense and be physical. <laughs> you know. See, I could ball. I could ball. I'm a little washed up now, mm-hmm. but. Did you play for Merrimack? Yeah, I couldn't play junior year. Because I hurt my shoulder, and then senior year, I just didn't end up playing. I wish I did. That's a regret looking back. But, hey, you got to forgive yourself. Oh, yeah, you got to move past it. That's one thing, bro. If you have the opportunity to play a sport, high school, college, just whatever do it, is, it, bro. Do it. Just do there's it. A, there's so many so many athletes I know that, like, 
don't want to play their sport in college and it's like dude like your sport's gotten you to wherever you're at like you you will regret not playing and even mm. then just give it a shot like what's the worst that yeah, can yeah put yourself out there bro like bro, it's so worth I didn't know for a little bit I cause my senior year wrapped up with I got this mean mean Ooh. scar on my collarbone did you break your collarbone? Yeah, and collarbones don't usually require surgery, but my break was no, that's awful. No, that's big. So I'm sitting there. It's senior night. This happens. I'm sitting there immediately after, and I'm just like, damn. Like, I just don't know if I want to keep doing this. I damn near took a shot playing in school. Like, still playing. Like, I was just thinking about just, like, going to UNH and just being a regular dude. But, like, again, like, I kind of took a, just took a shot in the dark when I when I decided to that I wanted to play in college and and look where it's brought you best, probably the best decision I've made so far like there's mm-hmm. no way I could ever stop something playing. I say all the time I've said it on this before is you can't connect all the dots looking forward mm-hmm. only Definitely. when you're there and you look back you can re- realize the picture you've been drawing no, all along for real, dude. like the decisions you make here and there you might be taking a shot in the dark but hey look where that leads you like I dropped out of school on a whim I moved out of my parents house on a whim mm-hmm. and look where I am now no, for real. Like, I had no idea any of this was going to happen. No, and it's like, I don't Moving know. I, obviously, like, I, I didn't really know you, but, like, I saw what you were doing, definitely. And that's, like, stuff that I just find remarkable. What are you, 19, 20? 20. Just yeah. turned 20. What are what are other 20-year-olds really doing, you know? Getting drunk every weekend at school. That's what I'm saying, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and a lot of the people are at school not knowing what they're going to do after school. Yeah. And you're... See, I realized I wasn't going to use my degree early on, and I'm like... Why am I going to waste another second of this time? Yeah. No, for me, it's like... And I, hey, maybe one day I'll go back to school and like fucking become a lawyer or some shit after what, I've been in the real estate industry mm-hmm. for like five years. But like, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, no, for me, it's like... I think I could definitely be learning stuff now that would like propel me in the future. But like, dude, I'm playing ball. Like, I... They can't enjoy like, it though, bro. Because you're not these days are only going to be here for so long. Yeah, you know what on, I mean. On top of that, like I'm, you know, I'm thinking about law in the future. I'm gonna need a I need a four year degree of some sort. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I don't doubt that I'm that I'm gonna do great things. Like, do I know exactly what it is yet? No, but I know myself. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, and I'm confident in myself. I'm sure you got a really whatever, strong work ethic whatever too. I'm gonna do. Yeah. Well, my thing is why high school like was so hard for me. If I love what I'm doing, I will work effortlessly at it. Mm. If I feel like I'm forced to do something, it's so hard for me to get going. Totally with you, you know on that. I mean? Totally. That's why, like, college is so tough. A lot of people don't figure what they want to do until they're mid-20s. But you're asked to go to college after you get out of high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's like a situation where, like, a lot of people are forced doing stuff that they don't want to do. Because, like, maybe they want to make their parents happy. Maybe they don't know what else they'd be doing if they were in college. Mm. You know? It's okay to be out of the ordinary, though. Definitely. Like, if if you it's think it's going to work it's, for you and you not, trust yourself, just send it. Yeah, and that's something that's not emphasized enough. Mm. It's just, like, doing what you think you should be doing right now. Like, Hey, I mean, some people were meant to build seven-figure businesses and other people were meant to make coffees at Starbucks. It's mm. to each their own. Mm-hmm. Some people just got it. That's another thing. Like, some people are just, you know, some, like, really, really intelligent people who are good with people, like... People just some people just got it. Like mm. there, there's people like where they just know, they just move differently. You know right away some people are gonna be so successful. Mm. Like, and there's there's like there's there's people who I like went to high school with that I don't doubt for a second that they'll be extremely successful. Mm. You just know you can just tell they just have that it factor. Yeah, I mean most people it's like one thing or another holds them back. Maybe they're super smart but they don't do well with like being maybe like 
being told what to do or like maybe they're like they just like begin like have a hard time with people they don't like being envi- in environments where like they rely on other people some people just got it like mm. this has been great bro I think it's a good stopping point we yeah. talked about a really lo- like a lot of interesting yeah, stuff like a lot of philosophy mm. self-improvement weightlifting diet Hell yeah. a ton of good stuff just doing what you know talking about shit that's gonna what shit that's helped me stuff that's gonna move you. the needle exactly mm. Definitely. No, I appreciate you coming on, bro, though. Bro, this has I'm, been great. Thanks for having me. Anytime, dude. We'll have to run it back again at some point in the for future. Sure. I'll be I'm around. trying to be like Joe Rogan, bro. <laughs> <laughs>